even if you don't have energy for a certain platform, if you are getting messaged there, that's going to give you energy because you're like, people are actually talking to me. You're listening to Honest Combos with Karen and Marsha, a podcast about self-growth and personal development for entrepreneurial women. We discuss going from a limited mindset to a growth mindset, self-love, confidence, goal smashing, and much more. And And now now, on to the episode. It's our final episode of Audit April, and we are going to read a review. Karen, it's our second review. I know, I'm so excited. And so today's episode is all about auditing your online presence and part of auditing. Like we said, it's all about tracking and, you know, looking into the data and everything. And part of auditing your online presence is looking for what people have said about you. And so we're going to read a review Um, The title is Short and Sweet. It's by Reluctant Planner. And it says, Karen and Marsha are here for busy entrepreneurial people. They deliver value in 20 minutes or less with utter charm. Hard not to fall in love with these two. Oh, I love it. Thank you so much, Reluctant Planner. (laughs) I love it. That's so sweet. People are in love with us, Karen. (laughs) Finally. Finally. <laughs> oh my god we just had a whole conversation about that though right like that we've been doing I mean we had our podcast before but we weren't really strategic or planning or trying really to make it into a thing we were just like let's show up and talk you know and then it went on hiatus and then so when we brought it back last June so it hasn't even been a whole year yet and like we literally are just getting reviews like we're just now starting to really catch you know catch fire and like it took what you know 10 months and it's like it takes time so um I guess that kind of plays into auditing your online presence because you want to see like that your efforts are starting to materialize some fruit, right? Like those trees are starting to (laughs) mature and drop off some apples. So you want to make sure that you're paying attention to that, but also give it time because it takes time. (laughs) Yeah. But one, one way that Karen and I talked about when preparing for this episode is it does take time, but like when you divide your time into different avenues, it will take even more time. So Karen, do you want to talk about the conversation you had earlier this week? Yeah. Um, I was talking to a client who was spinning out about social media and where should I show up and what should I do and which platform and how often and what time of the day is the perfect moment. And I mean, all the things, right. And Like I literally just had her stop, take a deep breath. And then I said, everything works. Everything works. You want to post at midnight? People are going to watch it because you know what? It's midnight for you, but it's probably what, like 6 a.m. in Europe. Someone's having their morning coffee and listening to your podcast or whatever, right? Like everything works. It, you do not have to overthink this. Like it doesn't matter. I mean, I know that there is a certain part of social media that, you want to be looking at your analytics and what time are people on and everything. But when you first start, especially, and then you don't have help yet, right? You don't have someone who's doing this for you. The worst thing that you can do is spin out about trying to be on every platform at the perfect moment of the day, at the perfect day of the week. You know, I mean, something as simple as when should I send a weekly weekly newsletter can turn into 
you know, a year long debate in your head about, you know, well, will people open it if I send it Tuesday at 6 a.m. or should I send it Friday at 5 p.m. right when they get off of work and they're just checking their, like you can literally just drive yourself crazy going through all of these different possibilities. Everything works. So just give yourself permission to lean into that, right? Just like, okay, if I want to do a weekly YouTube show, that can be successful. If I want to do a weekly podcast, that can be successful. If I want to just show up on Facebook, if I just want to be on Instagram, like everything can work. So just sit back and really think about when it comes to your online presence, like what do you feel most comfortable with? What way to show up do you feel the most energized by? Because that energy is going to come through. If you're doing something because you think you should, or because you feel like you have to, or because you've overanalyzed and this is the perfect time. And a good example too, is like with Instagram. Um, I, someone said the other day that like the grid is so 2010. <laughs> so in other words, they were basically just saying like that perfect, pretty, three pictures that are always the same thing. Like I put a quote every third picture and every third one is a this and you know, all of that, like overthinking the way that you post on Instagram that can cause you not to even show up because you're stressing yourself out with, Oh my God, no, I can't post just a picture of me because now this picture is supposed to be a quote. And, you know, and then you just like, well, it, it's just too much. It's too much to put yourself through and it's unnecessary. And so just give yourself permission to lean into the idea that everything works and think about like, what way do you like to show up and go all in on that? So back to Marsha's point is like, if it's, I love to be on Instagram, then just go all in on Instagram. Like you can literally just do Instagram and it would be fine. <laughs> yeah. I love that you're talking about this because the reason why Karen and I are able to have this conversation with people who are kind of new to the game or like trying to be strategic is that we've been there and done that. You know, I even learned at the beginning, like I was in a networking group and somebody said, hey, I'm doing a radio show. I need some people to call in with questions. And so I was like, I'll take, you know, this was within the first couple months of me starting the business and the first business. And so I called in and I was like, you know, what's the number one piece of advice you would give to someone? And they said, pick two social media platforms and stick with it. And I was like, okay. And then I went and I started Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, you know, like I literally started, actually, I don't know if Instagram existed back there. I had Twitter for a product, really. <laughs> like why, why would I be on Twitter for a fashion product? But anyway, like I, I, I had their advice and I went against it. And then I did have my time and energy and divided and then I didn't make progress on, I made progress, but not significant progress. So when we say, find the thing that you like to do, find the place where you can make the biggest impact. If you enjoy dancing and having fun and being joyful and sharing your message in a way that uh, entertains people, do it on TikTok or Instagram on the reels, you know, like find the way that you're best able to bring value to people's lives and then yeah do that absolutely and and I love that you mentioned like uh being on Twitter and like for a fashion product that being kind of a mismatch <laughs> and so that's also important is like you do want to know like where your people are right I mean they're probably 
some people everywhere, right? Like, I mean, all of us can find our ideal clients on each platform because there there's people on all of these uh, different um, social media sites, but so, but you do want to kind of think about that, right? Because like, where are they and where are you going to reach the most of your ideal people? So that is part of it. And when you're auditing your online presence, you do want to look at that, like, you know, where are they hanging out? And if you have access to customers and clients already, you know, asking them, like, what's your favorite social media place, you know, to be? And if they say, you know, TikTok and you're, you've been avoiding TikTok, then you know, it could be an avenue to explore, but it doesn't mean you have to. So again, going back to, you know, pick what is going to energize you first, and then you can layer in, okay, well, where are my people? And then you can make a decision. Like if it's literally like you can't stand Twitter, but you know, 50 people are like, well, I'm on Twitter, (laughs) then you might want to think about hiring out to have some sort of a Twitter presence because you know a lot of your people are there, even if it's not your favorite way to show up, you know? Yeah, or even just like scheduling, like having a scheduling, mm-hmm. you know, tech that that is posting there regularly and then have someone monitor it, like have a VA monitor, monitor it. So if people are actually messaging you, but I feel like even if you don't have energy for a certain platform, if you are getting messaged there, that's going to give you energy because you're like, people are actually talking to me because LinkedIn has always been like my Bobo stepchild, but <laughs> I started getting, you know, I started spending time there because I felt, you know, and I mean, this is like an eight year veteran of like social media and small business ownership. So I was like, I know what I'll do. I'll go on LinkedIn because it's starting to gain more traction or whatever. So I did. I spent some time on there and I was actually making connections and getting one-on-one calls. And so I was benefiting from it. But then I also like, I'm not on there every day, but I do make it a point to like check in every once in a while. For me, there's not a lot of drama and issue around it whereas it can be very paralyzing if you're brand new to think that you need to be everywhere because as Karen said like the more that you spin out about it then the more likely you are to let a year go by or you know you're just not making the decision to take actions I did want to say too like with your online presence have some clarity to it. So like if you have the opportunity to have a link in bio or whatever, like optimize it so that if people see something and they're like, oh my, you know, like our, our recent podcast review, <laughs> I'll, I'll keep bringing it up, Karen. I will bring mm-hmm. it up. Okay. But like, you know, if, if people start to fall in love with you, like you want to make it easy for them to find you on the other channel. So like in our show note, show nuts, we put our, (laughs) (laughs) so funny. We're so immature. Um, (laughs) But, but in the show notes, we put like, you know, connect with us on Instagram and Facebook. So like, if somebody's listening to you on a podcast and like, oh my God, like, I love these two, then they can very easily look on the notes and say like, okay, they spend their time on Instagram, click there and then go over and then slide into our DMs, you know? If you have people visiting you on a specific platform, make it easy for them to connect with you and move the relationship forward. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you want to have some 
cohesiveness <laughs> across social. Um, there's nothing worse than I go to someone's Instagram and I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And then maybe I click to their Facebook and I'm getting a whole different bio, a whole different link, a whole different vibe. And I'm just like, is this the same person? Is the same business, you know, or, you know, Twitter, like, so you, if you have a presence on these different platforms, you want to just make sure that it's cohesive, you know, like people are getting the same bio, like, especially if you update something or change over your messaging or anything, um, or change the link somewhere, like make sure you update that across the board because you want to be consistent. Um, the worst thing is for someone to come and get mixed messages, right? And be like, wait, I thought she was doing this kind of thing. And now I'm like, wait, is she doing that? And sometimes it's just because especially if you set up the profile a while ago and then you don't spend time there, maybe you forgot about it and then you update Instagram, but you don't update anything else. And so, yeah, so just make sure you're doing that regularly, like, you know, I'm gonna throw that into the 90 day <laughs> review process, just slip it in <laughs> and just add like looking at your website and social media and making sure that the messaging is all consistent and cohesive and the branding and because people, you know, that's the number one way that you can give someone confidence in your brand. It's very small, but it has a big return on investment is if you are consistent and cohesive, if they can go to you in different places and get the same feeling, get the same messaging, get the same beautiful pictures or whatever it is that you have everywhere they see you, that's the number one. They're going to be like, oh, okay. Like she's legit, you know? All right. Like that's the number one way that you can just give instant confidence that you are showing up, that you know what you're doing, that you, you know, are a trustworthy brand for them to invest in. Okay, I feel called out because I definitely have. Marsha's <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. Karen, hmm. you were talking about me. Okay, <laughs> well, this is good though, because if you want an example of what not to do, no, I mean, I do have different bios in the different platforms, but I also, I, I thought about it when I did the LinkedIn banner. I was like my LinkedIn banner in the prioritizing you Facebook group and on my marciashean.com Instagram or Facebook, whatever. Like I was like, this doesn't have a very LinkedIn feel to it. But then I was like, I'm still going with it. Cause it says like, you know, protect the most important asset in your business, you. And I did give it some thought because, you know, I like to think things through <laughs> overly and but I I was like I don't know that this fits the feel of LinkedIn but then I was like I don't want to attract people that aren't picking up what I'm throwing down in this because it's words that very clearly tell you what I do with every business that I own or you know the type of work that I'm doing so I do do that, you know, and the stuff that I share like on LinkedIn, it is in, it's cohesive with all of the things that I'm sharing on Instagram and Facebook. So you do, you can kind of like tweak how you're sharing stuff. Cause you know, on Twitter, you're not going to be sharing a lot of images. You're just going to be sharing like brief things about your brand or whatever. But yeah, like what Karen's saying is so true is that you don't want people questioning stuff. You don't want them going somewhere and being like, this is not 
why is she so stuffy? Why does she have a different headshot on LinkedIn and is stuffy and, you know, isn't using the same type of lingo or because it does take away from your authenticity. Like people are like, oh, so she just changes for whatever platform she's on. No, have the self-confidence and assurance to know that you want to be reaching those few people. If you are spread out all over the, you know, the social media platforms, you can be spread out, but like be attracting those handful of people on those other platforms that are really going to connect with you and what it is you're serving up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I love that you said that, like, you don't want to give people a reason to question or have a doubt or be like, because uh, the moment someone has an off feeling, it's a little bit downhill from there, right? Even if you do eventually get them as a client or customer, you're going to have to work 10 times harder because now you have to overcome in their mind, like that little uh, icky feeling that they may have based on their impression of you. And so I mean, what is it like three seconds, two seconds? It might be one second by now. Maybe it's 0.002 seconds. I don't know. But it's like the shortest amount of time ever to grab someone's attention and interest online. You know, it's like you really don't have much uh, to work with in terms of making that impression. So you want to just take that time up front to like just audit all your social media and make sure that everything is just very consistent and you can have little tweaks you know I'm not saying you have to have the same exact you know message in every single bio or whatever but it should still be giving people the same idea and leading to the same place right the same link whether it's your website or if you have a link in bio that has a few different links or whatever it is like just make sure you're being consistent because again that just gives people that confidence that you're a professional, you know what you're doing, you know what you want and what you're building, you know what kind of business this is that you're creating. Like it just gives them all of that confidence that they need to say, okay, I'm gonna buy your thing. I feel less attacked now. Good <laughs> 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 comeback, Karen. No. <laughs> yeah, I no, I do appreciate that what you're saying. Cause there are like, especially with copy, like you do it's a whole strategy thing but yeah so we are wrapping up april and may we're doing magnetic marketing right or yes or marketing may or Ma i don't know magnetic may i'm not sure yet but yeah <laughs> well i i was confusing it because with connections continued in april on april 30th we're doing the makings of magnetic marketing and i know you and i talked about doing marketing may and i also have a um, I, I was interviewed by a company in Arlington that just started a podcast. And so I have an episode coming out, I think May 20th with them all about, oh. yeah, scrappy marketing. And it was really good because anyway, it was just a really good interview because they are a marketing agency and they're like, wait, you do all of this yourself. And I'm like, yeah, and like, <laughs> I'm like, I really like it. I enjoy it. You know, it's fun for me, but also, you know at some point it does need to switch over to just outsourcing that. But anyway, so, you know, we'll start next Tuesday with Marketing May. So join us then. 
Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a five-star review and subscribe on your favorite podcast player. For show notes and ways to connect with us, go to www.honestconvospodcast.com. 